This past week, we just celebrated the dedication, the feast of the dedication of our Cathedral of St. Paul. It was dedicated back in 1958, and, and what was beautiful, what was interesting is that it was a four-hour Mass to have that dedication ceremony, to get it consecrated to the Lord so that it could be a holy place where they could celebrate Mass. And we think an hour of Mass is a long time. Four-hour-long mass they had, but yet we see. But yet, if you know the history of the cathedral, it was built while the cornerstone was laid back in 1907, and the first mass there was celebrated in 1915 on Palm Sunday. So it took 51 years for the cathedral to finally be consecrated to the Lord, for whence they first laid their cornerstone. 51 years. That's a long time. I've heard that there was the first, the bishop who was there in the beginning of the cathedral building, or the building of the cathedral, was not the same one that was there 50 years later at the consecration of that building to God. Same thing with the architect. They both died. But yet we see here that they persevered in getting that, con- that beautiful cathedral finished and consecrated to the Lord. We also just yesterday celebrated this, the memorial of St. Teresa of Avila. She was one who lived back in the 16th century and was called upon by God to reform the Carmelite order. See, back in that time, the Carmelites had gone off their charism of contemplation and being hermits for God being ones who were willing to be away from the world. In fact, they had gone away from being poor in spirit and being poor. They used to have their nuns used to dress up with uh, earrings and other things like that, making them look like a common folk. But yet they're dedicated to God. And this is what St. Teresa of Avila realized when she was asked by God to reform them. But yet we see here in her life, if you know anything about her, she had a hard time doing that. In fact, her sisters would ridicule her. Her sisters would, her other nuns in the order would make fun of her for doing it, be calling her a dissenter. But yet she was able to persevere in doing that. So we see here two beautiful examples of what it means to persevere and being able to see beautiful fruits from that. St. Teresa of Avila is a doctor of the church. She's a saint now, too. She's one we look up to and we know is in heaven right now. But yet she had to persevere through that time of challenge with, with her Carmelite sisters. We also, we, so we see that she needed to persevere. Same thing with dedicating the cathedral. We see here in this, these readings the same message of perseverance. We see here in that first reading of, of Exodus that Aaron and, and her need to hold up Moses' hand. <clears throat> that he was putting up his hands like that for them. And when they did that, the Israelites would, win the, would be winning the battle. But yet when they put his hands down, they would be losing the battle. And what's interesting is that we see there in that the, a message of the cross. And yes, it's important. Yes, we need to persevere. But yet, we see here that the cross of Jesus can be difficult. 
And we need to persevere through that. We also see here in the second reading of St. Paul's letter to Timothy, proclaim the word, be persistent whether it is convenient or inconvenient. Be persistent whether it is convenient or inconvenient. We, we know that it's pretty easy sometimes for us to tell people we need to pray. We need to come to Mass. We need to experience God's love and grace. But it's very, sometimes very difficult for us to do that. Some people are just not open for that. Some people are just not there with us. Or people may be wanting to dissent, wanting to argue with us, make it hard for us. He says, be persistent, whether that is, it is convenient or inconvenient, in proclaiming the word and living Jesus' life. We then see here in this gospel passage this widow who keeps coming to the judge to ask for a just decision about her enemy. We see here that this judge didn't care for her, nor did he care for God either. But yet this widow keeps coming back to this judge and keeps coming to him and asking him to render a just decision for her against her enemy. And so finally, he gives in. Finally, after being persistent and persevering in her, in her well, her asking the judge that he finally said, yes, I'll give you a just decision about this. This is what it's like for us sometimes with prayer, with God. We sometimes we, we find that while we are asking God something good and that God doesn't answer us right away. We need to keep coming back to him, keep coming back to him, keep coming back to him with that prayer, that same prayer. And yet it's only after some time of asking that he will answer that prayer. It's the same thing with us in prayer with God. Perseverance is a necessity for us as Catholics, as disciples of Christ. One thing that is necessary for us with persevering is community, living our life in, communal, in a communal way with others, with, uh, with other Catholics around us. This will help us, what we see here in this first reading, that it helped Moses hold up his hands with Aaron and Hur by his, by his side, by his sides. And we also know that, well, in the, we also see in the Psalms that as iron sharpens iron, so one does, brother does to another brother. We are like that iron that needs to be sharpened. We are like that iron that needs to be sharpened against another piece of iron, so as to be a comma sharp-edged sword for God's word to be effective in our lives and in the lives of others we come across. This is why it's very important for us to have community to spend, to have communal, deep sharing with one another as to what we're going through. Because yes, we're going th- we'll go through a time of joys, good times, living our life with Christ. We also know that we'll live lives of, t- we'll go through difficulties too. In all those times, we need people to help us. We need people to help us live our lives centered on Christ. Because just like those kids had a hard time holding their hands up, we will have a hard time holding up our lives with Christ if we don't have others to help us. And I'm so grateful for here being at St. Albert because we have opportunities to help us with this. We have for the women here a group called Motherhood Matters, and that's coming up here this next week. 
is a group of women who come together for that very thing, for communal life with Christ, to help us help them live their lives for the gospel as a disciple of Christ. It's a wonderful thing. If you haven't gotten, if you haven't come to a Mother and Matters group gathering yet, come to it. It's going to be awesome. And then also for the guys, here we have, well, bonfire, beer, and beverages with Father coming up on Thursday evening. Not this week, but the following week. That would be a great time to live our lives in community as men so we can be iron sharpening iron and we can be that sharp two-edged sword for God. We have beautiful opportunities here at St. Albert to live our lives in community to help us persevere in our life for Christ. I pray that each one of us here takes those opportunities in our hearts and comes to them and, and uses what we have offering here so we can live lives of, of greatness for God. Let's ask our Lord today that we may also be given the grace to persevere to the end so we may, we may see God face to face in heaven someday.